Episode 12, The Whys of Goals Matter, From Shreds to Soul Ability. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we hear Dr. Michael DeMarco's perspective. For doctors who want a thriving practice and abundant home life, listen as your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, goes behind the curtain and interviews doctors and guests about real-world triumph, struggles, practical tips, and entertainment on this episode of A Doctor's Perspective. Welcome back to the show, A Doctor's Perspective. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have any comments, please let me know. I always want to make the show as amazing as I can for y'all. Well, today we have Dr. Michael DiMarco. He's a doctor of chiropractic. He's the owner of, co-owner of the Shreds supplement line. And at the end of February 2017, is releasing Soul Ability Podcast. We had a good time talking today. And I think you're going to get a lot of good information. You got to integrate what he says. There's so much good knowledge. He's, he's a young guy, 31, I believe he said. He's accomplished things that a lot of us will never accomplish in our life. It gives me hope and it gives me excitement, really, to talk to guests like this, just to know that we can do so much more. And sometimes we just need to get like a mentor so that we can do it. Fair warning. You know, if you listen to the show, you know I'm, I'm doing this from China. And so there's a little bit of a connectivity issue in the beginning and then at the very end. So just bear with it. I mentioned it last week. I'll mention it again and probably the last time for a while. Personal branding, having your name as your website and then combining if you've had several clinics in the past, your different Facebook fan pages all into one. Personally, I'm going to just use my name and then... All I have to do is ever, if I ever want to advertise, I just use that one page and have, you know, stuff for speaking engagements, for the author, for the clinics, but of course have a separate one for the podcast. And then of course my own personal page. Like I said, talk to your marketing expert, see if it's right for you. As always, contact me on Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Leave your comments. What do you think? Pros and cons. I'd love to hear about it and uh, see what you think. If you noticed, I've been kind of running the same two endings at the uh, end of the episode. Well, I changed those up today. And uh, so you'll hear those for a little while now. So stay tuned to the end. They are actually different. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Today on the show, we have Dr. Michael DiMarco, chiropractor. He's also the podcast host of Soul Ability and the supplement company Shreds. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Uh so great to be talking to somebody all the way across the world in China. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm the co-founder of Shred Supplements, um, and I have my practice still in New in New Jersey. So, still see people, still taking care of business, right? Okay. I'm curious about this Shred Supplement. We mentioned in the pre-chat that it's it's pretty profitable, and you started it. You said in schools. So how did that become a thing? And so. I was a I was really into bodybuilding, uh, into fitness. Um, I worked for another company for a few years before that in the industry, like one of the biggest companies in the world, uh, to learn to learn really learn how to do it, learn how to do my own. Um, so when I was in school, me and my buddy Arvin, we were we we're just like, this is a few years later. Why aren't we doing this? And he was on Jersey Shore on TV. <clears throat> For the TV show on MTV for like 15 seconds. And we already knew all those guys anyway. We're, you know, friends with Mike and stuff. Um, so we just did it. We just started, you know, we started with what we had and we started with the goal of building a brand and not just selling a product. Um, and Instagram came along, social media came along, our, you know, Arvin really, and my other partners really, really worked hard 
and it just became what it is today. Is it worldwide? Which is a huge. Yeah, we sell international. Wow. What's your? I'm just curious. What's your top two or three products? Uh, I mean, the fat burner, which is the first product, shreds. Wow. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> that's amazing. And so you guys have set up um, distributions and from like another country, and then handled all the processes of, of customs and shipment and distribution and all that. Yeah, I mean, it. it we're in so many countries. I mean, we sw- ship mostly from here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I I don't handle that stuff day to day or i'm really i mean at this point i'm really just like an investor you know i just started the company i have hold equity in it but those guys really really run the show and they do a good job so I, i'm the i'm super passive like i whenever i invest in something or start something mm-hmm. except for my practice right now i kind of just even actually in my practice with my employees i'm kind of like hands off for the most part where i want people to just do the right thing and try to just uh, if you're doing a good job, like I'm not even going to bother you, you know, like I just, I really feel that way. Cause when I, I've worked in other places before I've had a jobs and stuff like that. And I hate when people mm-hmm. micromanage me. So I don't want to be that person. Right. They think it makes job satisfaction way higher. If you can actually look, I need X, Y, and Z done. Totally. Get it done. Or I've, I've trained you how to do it. I just need you to do yeah, it. Ex- I mean, sometimes most people need some guidance and a little along the way, like a framework. Cause they're not going to be total self starters. Mm-hmm. If they were, they'd, be running the office i have their own yeah. um, and not everybody that's okay not everybody wants that it's a lot a lot of stress right it's a lot of work yeah. to be that person and be the doctor and just do everything so if you just give people what they're best at and just give them a little framework i think that's for me the way to go it doesn't drain me yeah have you had a a, a lot of turnover are you are you pretty good at finding the right people and training them like how do you how do you find that out? i've been pretty good with that so i mean from the beginning it was in the beginning it was just me and my practice um mm-hmm. where i worked in a room i tried to start with almost no money in a room in a plastic surgeon's office that my mom ran and within six months i had physical therapy we're doing physical therapy in the hallways like in the little room like when the doctors <laughs> were there and within six months we were out of there so three months i had a pt six months we were out into a bigger space um and then i added an employee that came through, uh, I did a networking event and I spoke at the event. His mother was like, you have to be my son. And Jason's been with me since then. And he's going to chiropractic school now. He's on like a much better path than he was. Um, and then just kept growing. Then I put some ads out, interviewed another physical therapist, turned out to be interviewed two people. And it's really, you just go by feel, you ask them the right questions, see if they're a right fit for the culture. Um, and they have to share the same vision, same mission that you have. It doesn't matter how skilled they are. I feel like anyone can learn a mm. skill. You could teach them the skill, but right, like, but uh, they have to fit with the mission and the vision of like what the overall practice or overall business is going to be about. Whatever business is, whether it's a podcast or local practice, you know. Yeah. Well, what is your mission? Uh, to so for my practice, my mission is to help people move better, live better. Right. So that's the mission. Help as many people as possible to be able to do that and really understand the why of what they're there for. Not to be a band-aid to fix function over form. I mean, we have a mantra that we follow in the office. There's like three parts. Actually, there's four parts to it, but three major parts. The first part is people over procedures. So 
a lot of doctors, you know, you learn techniques, you learn ART, you learn um, different types of chiropractic, different types of physical therapy. But when you're actually in the real world, the person in front of you might definitely isn't going to be a textbook. They're going to need maybe a little piece of why, what works. So you have to really understand why the procedures you're doing work mm-hmm. in the first place, why the technique you learn worked, not just go through the motions of like, well, I was in my air two seminar and the instructor told me to do it this exact way. But if you understand why it works, like why you're using so much pressure, why you're getting tissue change, you can mold your own technique for the person and actually get them better. Right. Cause if you just try to follow that, that cookie cutter template, when someone comes into your office, it might not work for them. So you have to, yeah. Yeah. So you have to change that. And then we have a, a cur- commitment over currency. Nice. So when someone's giving you money for a service, that's a commitment. So if they're not willing to pay you for what you're doing, then they're not willing to make a commitment for the, the care. And if they really, really can't afford it, like, you know, you make an accommodation for the commitment for them to actually go through your program and do what it takes to, to get themselves better, you know? Mm. That had people over procedure, right? Mm-hmm. Commitment over currency. And then, uh, the, the, well, there is an underlying principle to all this and that's uh, perspective is reality. So when someone comes in your office and they're in a bad mood first day or whatever, you have to really put yourself in their shoes to see what they're coming from. Most of the time, if someone's like telling you something or they're being negative towards you, uh, if you're dealing with that all, like, all day long, with dealing with people all day long, you have to realize that they're just projecting something that's inside them onto you. And they're there for a reason. You just have to help them understand the reason why to get them on the right path, you know? And that that's what's led me into my my newest endeavor, which is solability, which is helping people get on the right get on the right path. People figure out who they really are inside, do the right things physically, do the right things spiritually, to be able to live your full human potential. And that is a podcast? That is a podcast. I'm in the process of writing a book too. Um, there's a little bit of success stuff in there because when I feel like all that stuff is aligned in your life, you're going to be successful, whether it's in your job or opening a business or, you know, having more mobility in your life, whatever it is you want to, whatever it is that you really, really want to achieve, whatever it is neat, like that need, whatever is your real purpose. Like I want you to, I want to help you get there. You know, it's, if it's not your purpose to sit at a desk all day on a computer, just punching number, crunching numbers, but it's to be you know, the best dog trainer in the world or teaching as many people to be the best dog trainer in the world online. Like I want to help you do that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what being a chiropractor I feel really is about. It's not about getting people out of pain. It's about helping people live their full potential. Yeah. It's helping people unlock that, you know, that energy inside of themselves to, to really live their truth. Well, I mean, because every day you're, we're not trying to talk about pain. We're saying, well, what can't you do? What's your problem? I can't golf. I can't type yeah. on the computer because of my wrist hurts or whatever. And so that, I think that well, kind of brings you back to. I got to actually have, do you know who Rob Deerdick is? The host of Ridiculousness, Robin Big. He's like big skateboarder entrepreneur. Okay. I actually got to have dinner with him at one of my mastermind groups a few weeks ago. And uh, he told me that he sees a chiropractor comes to his house every single day in Los Angeles for an hour. <laughs> to work on not pain because he can deal with pain, but function because he wants to function in the best he could possibly be so he can live his mission. Wow. And live his vision. And he has a, a neurokinetic therapist come to his house every Friday for three hours in the morning and three hours at night 
drive her from San Diego to LA to just work on all this like function, work on the neurological stuff, work on the brain stuff, work on the patterns. And does he have like a lot of injuries from all the falls and from skateboarding? It was he's I mean he said it wasn't really just the injuries, it was just functioning that he wanted to function wow. the best that he could possibly be. And he's talking about how he thinks it goes back to like when he was born. I'm like you're, wow. you're a celebrity, you're talking about this stuff? <laughs> it was <laughs> That's crazy. And it was awesome because he's not just, you know, an athlete, he's an entrepreneur. Like he's what he's one of the people that I've looked up to of like he started out as a skateboarder or just, you know, a regular person. And he, he just did the right thing. And he's doing things that just only fuel him, only add energy, only give him energy. That's what it seems like. Well, that's kind of one of the questions I have for you too, is it's a little bit different. It's like, how do you know what's worthy of like a five-year goal? How do you feel that, you know, that passion? What, what would be your answer to that? How do you know if it's a good year, if it's a good goal to seek? So when I was 18... I wrote down in this little notebook, like all these things I wanted to achieve. Like I wanted a Lamborghini. I wanted to be a millionaire before this certain age. But then the next page I wrote down like the whys, like what would that get me? So I think a good goal is not just, I want to have this big house in five years or 10 years. Cause I'm 30, 31 now. So I kind of have a little more experience than when I was 20, uh, 18. It shouldn't be something material. Materialistic helps you measure set points and goals, like getting a new watch or, you know, getting a new car, upgrading your house or whatever it is. Like those are great, but they they don't last forever. You know, that's not what the purpose of this is all about. I think a great goal is anything that fits with your mission, whatever your mission is, if whether it's to help a certain amount of people, whether it's to help, you know, fix the world, uh, you know, whether it's just to have like a great life for yourself and for your family, it has to fit that mission and it can't be something materialistic. It has to be like, I want more freedom. I want more mobility. Um, I want to have more love in my life. I, you know, those are those I feel like are better goals because then you could change the processes along the way to get to that goal. Right. Like, you can't say, I want to be a Facebook a live star because maybe in five years, Facebook Live won't even be a thing. Or I want to be an Instagram model. Like, maybe Instagram won't be the thing that gets you there. You know, so you have to really understand behind the goal like what the purpose of that actual goal is if you want it, one thing I've, yeah yeah i want to say I've, when i've listened to different podcasts of successful especially at your age where you've you've made all this money you've had this success early in life where people and i'm not that much older than you but i'm just like man i am uh, so far behind where you are i was like <laughs> wow so the, my point is the these podcasts i listen to them and they say once they have that level of success materially they're just like, it, it was meaningless. I'm putting these hours in. I'm bored. It's like, I need something more. And then they finally figured out what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they, they've shifted careers. They've, they've just the bigger, like you said, just the bigger purpose. And they changed their pattern to, to fit that yeah. bigger purpose because they already have the money. They know what it's like to experience Lamborghinis and yachts. <laughs> my, so, like, my per, like, I never did anything that I felt like didn't have a purpose. And I didn't even know, realize I was doing this. Like, I could have, when I was younger, I was going to go work for my, my aunt in the city selling malpractice insurance to lawyers. And I was like, did that for a few months. Like that did not fit with me. And I was into bodybuilding. And then I took a huge pay cut and worked for the supplement companies for three years to learn the industry. Like I took the lowest job possible just to get in the door. Um, cause it was my passion. And then people don't realize that you started from the bottom. Oh yeah. 
You know, you learn how to do it. Like I've looked into this and I'm like, oh, that's just out of my, I don't have a clue what to do. <laughs> but you, you actually learned and put in the hard work, just like going to school for eight years and becoming a chiropractor. You put the work in to learn so that you could actually be successful later. Exactly. Yeah. I literally started at the bottom answering phones, you know, people talking about like cra the craziest calls that you would ever hear someone calling a supplement company um, from India or whatever, like after everyone's left for the day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, you just have to follow, never take a job just for money, right? I, I've never taken a job just for money. Um, I, re I really always had a goal of like, what am I going to learn here? Like, what's the purpose of this job? If you live like that, then I feel like you won't get to the point where you feel like I'm bored or, you know, those, every, all this thing, all this stuff is meaningless or I could just keep buying more stuff. But then what's the point? Because then you always have mm -hmm. that purpose. You always have that mission that you've been following. Instead of just going and working on Wall Street and making a ton of money, and then you realize you're just like moving money around. You're not really doing anything with it. Yeah. Um, which, of course, some people had that as a passion too, though. Maybe. I, I'm just not one of them. <laughs> I sure don't. <laughs> yeah. I want to do something with I mean, money. I enjoy doing QuickBooks, but not yeah, that much. There's, there's so much more to life than money. Money isn't anything. You know, money... It gets you cool stuff and allows you to help a lot of people. Like, because without money, you wouldn't be able to help mm -hmm. these people, right? So you need it. It's important, but it can't be the goal. And I think it's a good measurement tool to say, like, all right, I got to this point. I can do this X, Y, X, Y, and Z. But it's not. I don't think money should be the ultimate goal. Because, like you said, though, right. there is a point where you get to you make a certain amount of money, and like, what do you? Just like instead of flying first class all the time, you get a private jet, like, and then you're just spending more money <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. There's a. Now, is this all things that you discuss on um, Soul yes. Ability? Yes. So, Soul Ability is launching the end of this month. So, it's not up yet in iTunes, but February 25th, everything is going up into iTunes and it will be. Will be there some interviews, some one, just like one on one, some stuff with my wife, because my wife is really the one that taught me a lot about this stuff, about um, just who I am, but also about biohacking. And like she introduced me to Bulletproof Coffee years ago. She has like this little notebook where she measures, like she keeps track of all the nootropics that she's taking at the time or whatever supplements and oh. like how she feels that day. Super interesting, like a <laughs> scientist. So. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, you could track that and say, oh, okay, I need to not take this or eat this at a different time of the yeah, day later. Ha I mean, you have to, like, do that stuff. You know, like, if you could just take a million, like, pills and not know what they're doing. You know, it, it could be just the one that's making the difference, but why take 50? So you got to experiment yeah, exactly. a little bit. Now, I'm curious. You said you have – so you have physical therapists in your chiropractic clinic. And what do you, what do you find some of your top – two or three marketing techniques to get the most patients and the most consistent results? My number one is just going out and networking, you know, joining a chamber of commerce, joining the networking groups. And, but the key is when you go to networking groups, you go to these, you know, meetups and stuff like that. Stop, stop in gyms, go to competitions. You don't just try to sell yourself. You just be you. You just do things to add value, just like give them advice or whatever. What do whatever you can do to help. Just actually be genuine and be authentic. 
Like you go to so many networking events so many times and the first thing someone says to you, it's like, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so. What can we have a cup of coffee so we can just talk about how I can help you or how you can help me? Like I don't even know you yet. I don't even yeah. know anything about you and you're already thinking that you can help me and or I can help you. You don't know anything. Yeah, you're going to show up with a yeah. PowerPoint or you something. You don't even know anything about me. How do you think you could help me? You got to ask questions first. <laughs> you're breathing. Right. So the key is to like just go there and just ask questions and listen and not try to just be a salesperson. Did you ever read any um I don't know any books on that type of thing? Uh like Ivan Miser or anything uh body language or how to network or anything? I've looked for books on that kind of stuff. I haven't really found too many on like how to network or I just went by like feel, common sense, like how how you how you should be. Um Yeah. I feel Oh, you're a personable guy too. Oh, thank you. But I feel like that's how business should be once you start anytime you ever meet someone or you, you meet a, a you know your significant other for the first time it, things don't really start turning around until you just start being yourself yeah if you're fake people could feel that if you're yeah. just trying to be someone that's not you people can feel that and i think that's that's an older wiser person there because when we're 19 <laughs> or 20 and we're dating man it's, it's crazy but once you get to your 30s or whatever you know or late 20s you're like I'm, i don't have time to just waste anymore i'll just you gotta go yeah let's try again yeah yeah and just be you because in the at the end of the day if so if you get somebody into your office or into your business or practice or into your life based because you were being somebody that you weren't you're gonna have to keep that up oh that's like that's hard that's to draining do, and i do not want to do that do you have a specialty in your office that you you see uh like athletes or old people so we see mostly athletes um i have a bunch of ufc fighters that come to my office uh cory anderson he's fighting uh, very soon in March in London. He's the main event. See some CrossFitters. We got the chance to see this girl. She was supposed to go to the Olympics for gymnastics, but she had an injury. So she, at the last minute, she decided no go, but she was super awesome. I've had pl- bodybuilders, powerlifters, um, just like local athletes. And that's so the local athlete thing, I just want to say that's something that when you're starting out or you have a practice, a lot of people want to see athletes and they always go for the professional athlete and they think that's going to yeah. be the big payday, like, you know, to get somebody on like a football team or whatever, like, a, and in the NFL, it's, really or, not. it's not, you have to go for like the local athletes at like your local CrossFit gym or the people that the local people that everybody looks up to because they're the ones that are going to, the recommendations really stick with you need to go see Dr. Mike or you need to go see Dr. Justin because they're, they've helped me so much and you actually have to help them. You can just like say, Hey, I'll give you money. Cause you can't really do that at all. Um, you have to actually help them and do a good job. You have to be, just be better than whoever they were going to, which most of the time, I mean, it's, it's really sad to say, isn't that hard to do? Um, mm-hmm. all you have to do is listen and they will tell their group, their crew to come to you and it will build, it will grow. Um, and it'll be, it'll be the best referral system that you ever have. That inter it'll be the internal referral, but also external at the same time. I um, went to a CrossFit gym. I, I was in a small town uh, in between my Chinese years, and went to the went to the CrossFit gym. Did a little. They had a tournament. I went out there, kind of did some things, tried to do some kinesio taping or whatever, and uh, nothing really came from it. And then I found out I wasn't I'm not a CrossFit person. You know, I, I go to the gym, and there was a chiropractor in the in the city next door that's bigger, and he was the he was he was in everybody's crossfit yeah. like oh i got an injury boom you go to this guy like and everybody knew that so i was like okay well lesson learned you can't just no. throw a card out there shake a hand and expect referrals so like 
in your case, like I think that you could have definitely have gotten people from that gym if you, you just you had to keep going, you know, because so CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, a lot of these like local small box gyms, they have like a loyalty right within them. Mm-hmm. So but loyalties kind of shift based off of who's getting helped or because there's only so much you can take of like not getting better. So if you just stick with it and you're just consistent and you actually start trying it or like I never actually did. I did CrossFit a few times, but I understand. I understood why people would do certain things at CrossFit or the basic principles of it for from bodybuilding for so long um, and being lift training with professional powerlifters and professional bodybuilders, you know, world-class people. So it's all, did you compete? I competed once in bodybuilding and it was the last time it was the, the judgment of other people like for your hard work uh, and not objective judgment, super subjective judgment <laughs> I, does not fit with me. I'm not, I, I'm not really yeah. that competitive of a person. So that's, that's <laughs> surprising. Cause a, a lot of people that have doing as much as you do uh, are, are so type a and just go getters. It's, yeah. it's, I'm a go getter, yeah, but I'm laid back. And right. I, I just want, I see, so I see the world as, and the, there's enough, there are enough fish in the sea for most of us, right? There's enough clients mm-hmm. out there for most of us. If you ever have met somebody that's super successful, billionaire, um, or a multimillionaire, or even a lot of celebrities, and you just pull the general public, half of the people won't even know who they are. So that means there's another half of people, even if you're already killing it, already famous, that don't even know who they are. So they can know who you are. And that's with famous people. That's not even just with the local people. Right. And in our world, we know who Tim Ferriss is. You know, I was talking to somebody there. They're like, who? I was like, the four hour work week guy? Nope. Never heard of him. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. I guess the people I'm running with, we just, we I just went talk to about a Tim these Ferriss, we just know. Like a 212 was this event last year. They're doing it again this year. Um, it was like invite only 70 people or whatever. Tim Ferriss spoke at it. And it was like Tim Ferriss was the highlight, right? The guys who do his marketing put it on. And there were people there. This one girl, she was there. And I was like, so do you know who Tim Ferriss? And she didn't even know who Tim Ferriss was. And she was at his event. So, <laughs> I mean. I was invited. She, yeah, it does. So, you're right. Uh, there's, so, there's so much opportunity out there, even if you feel like you're not the biggest or you can't be the biggest. You don't have to be. I don't know how many patients you see. Yeah a month or a week or a year in China, in China a lot, probably no, no, but you don't need that many. Like even in the States, right? Your practice, you don't, you don't need your core. Like one thing that Tim Ferriss always says is you got to get your first, your thousand fans. And that's really all you really need to get to. If you want to, you know, make them like a seven figure business, you can turn that into a seven figure business pretty easily with a thousand people. Uh, yeah. That's a great article, but I hate, I don't even know what it is, but I don't know if you Google thousand thousand true fans you'll find it it's a really good article it's uh, it's a great philosophy to follow and even just looking at my practice um, i've only been open like since 2014 so almost three years and we've had like just about a thousand people walk in and out of our clinic so wow that's did really... you ever have like any kind of management company or just no you've had all so, from your life experience you've got well uh, so uh, out of school procedures I, I so the way i got into chiropractic um actually i was working for a supplement company who poached me from my original one that i was working for and it was close to my house it was like one of my uh, bodybuilding idols rich gaspari i worked for him and they fired me 
So oh. I went, I didn't know what to do and I wanted to do something in health and have my own business. Um, and I, I wasn't ready to start the, my own company, supplement company yet. So actually my friend who's a chiropractor, he had a big practice, him and his brother, twins, they have these monster practices with chiro, PT, acupuncture, medical doctors, everything. Um, I went and I shadowed him and I was, I've been, I've known him for years and he kept telling me, Hey Mike, you need to do this. So then I just, I was like, all right, I'll just do it. And I just did it. Um, <laughs> so when I was done with school and throughout school, they were kind of training me. And then I, when I graduated, I, so I graduated a little early. Um, so I didn't have to go to class anymore or to the clinic anymore. Cause I got out of clinic. I've met all my requirements and I got out a few months early. I was the first person to do it. So I would go to their office instead. So I did like an externship and then I worked for them after and they were like, put me in a room, make me do fake ROFs with them, fake exams, fake new patient stuff, you know, just like treat, they treated me kind of different, but it was a good thing. And I did that for about six months and I learned a lot on how to talk to people, how to educate people about their care, how to educate, educate people about chiropractic, about function over just pain, seeing the different ins and outs of like how you mesh physical therapy with chiropractic and with acupuncture that's invaluable you know because that is absolutely invaluable what you got there yeah i know i and i did not get paid a lot of money like i got a job for my friend working at the same place um and he made a lot more money than me and they actually opened up an office with him and yeah so but i didn't look at it for the money it was about learning i needed to learn how to do that i needed to learn from them would you recommend that for and like I have my own story about that where I, I think personally, you know, I used the management company because I didn't know anything about, you know, the business part. And I there were days definitely when I was slow, I was like, OK, I should have maybe worked for somebody else and learned from someone who's already successful, who could obviously need a, an associate doctor and then just learn it that way. Hands on every day. No, you did it wrong. Well, what, do you have that advice? Do you think that's a something that a lot of students should do, or what, what's well, your so, opinion? So yeah, I definitely think a lot of students should find some kind of mentor, some kind of coach, whether it's some. So my opportunity was unique, right? So, somebody else that yeah. that that practice may not get that experience that I got. Yeah. But if you pay for it like you did with a management company, or you have have a coach or something right? A mastermind group mm -hmm. or yeah. someone to bounce ideas off of someone who's been there, someone who's done it, someone who really gets it to help guide you. That's, I think that's a must, especially if you're going to open up a, a practice. Um, cause you could try to wing it, but it's going to take you a long time. It might take you a lot longer than it's, it's definitely going to take you a lot longer than if you hired somebody. So whether it's like 10 grand or 20 or 30 or whatever it is for a coach, that money is just like a drop in the bucket of what you're potentially going to lose by not doing it. Yeah. So, so like right now, even my podcasts, right. I'm trying to learn how to do a podcast. I've paid, uh, I don't even know how much money I've paid so far just to learn from people. Like I'm at, uh, I don't know if you know who Lewis houses. I'm in his mastermind group. He has a top 100 podcast in the world to learn, be around him just to learn from him and friend all the people in that group. Cause a lot of them have the same thing going on. We're on, we're to learn from those people about where I want to be. So I'm ready, you know, hired a one-on-one -on -one coach, paid a lot of money, but it's totally worth it. You know, it, it yeah. really, it really helps you in your business and your life. Do you want, do you want to share anything that, you know, any of your bigger goals for the podcast other than just producing and putting out content? Yeah. So with the podcast, um, I really want to help shift people from 
living this life where they feel like they're locked in, right? They, they don't have hope. They want something different. I want to be able to unlock their potential, right? Unlock that human, that unlimited human potential within themselves to, to really help them realize like why they're here to live their purpose, live their truth. And that's one of the main goals of the podcast. And I also want to help animals with my, with my podcast. So this is super interesting and this is a great marketing tip that I can give you guys. Um, so with my email opt-in list, we're going to have a charity that every time someone gives us an email opt-in, we're going to feed a spirit animal, which is going to be a shelter animal or some other type of animal. Um, and just, just for giving us your email. And then we're going to close that loop and show people actually what they've done. Cause for me in my life, like animals have been a huge part of like my, my spiritual journey. My, I've always had a dog. I will, I was always, my mom's, it's so funny. She says this all the time that whenever I come home, I always greet the dogs first before the people. <laughs> Cause it's, it's just, it's, they've helped me a lot in my life. Um, and I feel like everybody yeah. has that something, whether it's a dog or a cat or s- everyone has their spirit animal. So I wanted to make it fun, but also for a good cause. Uh, also build by list too. I mean, that's admirable. I mean, I'm shooting for an ebook, but I like that idea too. I yeah. mean, that's, that's a very noble. And I think people are going to get behind that because there's so many uh, animal lovers out there that, you know, they'll spend all the money on a dog, but they won't take care of themselves. Yeah. You know, there, there are people out there like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. You mind? Uh, we're going to switch gears if that's cool with you to yeah, the more sure. personal side. Okay. You're a solo doctor. You got all these other businesses. How are you able to take vacation and do you, do you need to take more? Do you have that balance? Well, I have, I have uh, another chiropractor that works for me. So he's been seeing a lot more patients than me recently. I'm trying to, I've been taking more of a management role, you know, running the practice, getting people in the door, dealing with insurance companies, all that stuff, um, mm-hmm. growing the business. We're moving to a bigger office, so handling that stuff. So I, I can take vacations, but re- like I've tried to make all my vacations meaningful, purposeful. So I went to LA two weeks ago for my mastermind group. You know, I love LA, but I need to make it, make a reason for it. Um, so I'm constantly trying to like learn things. Um, even when I go on vacation, is the wife okay with that? Is the wife okay with those type of vacations? Oh yeah. She, she's totally okay with it. You know, okay. like I, I, I can't just go and sit on a beach somewhere and do nothing. Right. So for instance, for New Year's, we went to Newport, Rhode Island and with her parents and toured the mansions, you know, the old mansions, the old Vanderbilt mansions, um, had some great seafood and like learn some stuff. Right. So you learn that they built these huge mansions. They, they built them with the purpose of like showing off their wealth and like having parties. But in the end they were going to knock them down for like shopping malls. They didn't, the historical society preserved them. And when you walk through the houses and you hear the stories, what you remember is not, you don't really care about the stuff they had. You ask like, how did they treat their servants? How did they treat the people around them? And that's what you remember. Mm-hmm. It, that, and just I, to remind yourself of that, I think it's a good thing once in a while. Yeah. Well, that's, I think to me, I mean, I, I agree with you on that one. That, that makes vacations a little bit more meaningful and, and enjoyable where you can actually come home and be like, yeah, I remember that story, you know, 10 years ago about Rhode Island. Yeah. And, and that's what you're going to remember, not... Oh, I went to the beach again. Yeah, got hit by Especially a wave. Especially you, man. Like you <laughs> moved to China, so experience is is that's that's one a lot of people won't ever get to have. I mean, if people like pictures and seeing that, 
Uh, that's what I mean. I love putting all these pictures up there because I mean, you know nobody's really going to go to the places that I've been. I think so. Uh, it's been fun. I mean, that's that's a yeah, big that's part of the job here. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's so interesting yeah. that you moved to China for. Uh, oh, it is. It's so easy. Like there's no um, there's no licensing board <laughs> for chiropractors, so it's super easy just to get on board and and you know dot your t's and, and then they take care of the rest for you. So wow. it's, it's been nice. It's easy and it's and I'm not 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 to take all the airway, but it's something that other doctors could do, especially out of school. Like if they're just like, man, I don't really want to work for peanuts as some other body's office. I could go here and uh, yeah, I won't be able to speak the language, but I could save more of my salary and then yeah. have money to actually go and start my yeah. own clinic you might a year or two later. Need, do you even need to speak, like feel like you need to speak the language that well or? I don't know. I mean, my, my, I learned enough to say flip over, you yeah. know, I know enough, I guess you could say. Because I chose to, but I got at a guy. He's like, I'm not learning nothing. Wow! So I got a translator. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, that that's an option too, I guess. But uh, you know, you got to order food by yourself, so you got to figure oh, something. That's amazing. You know, that's great. So, so besides uh, all of this other stuff that you're doing, do you have any um, passions in life, like volunteering or uh, hobbies that you like to do? I mean, right now I don't really have time for hobbies. My hobbies are building businesses and you know working on all that stuff. <laughs> that's my hobby. That's what, that's what gives me energy, you know, meditate meditation where, um, we did take a vacation last year. We went to Costa Rica. Um, but it was more of a, so they have, you know, the, they have the plant medicine at this place. They have ayahuasca. So it was more of a self discovery kind of vacation, uh, opening up that see the potential for myself. And me and my wife are actually speaking there this year, um, the week of August 21st. So, it's called Rhythmia, and it change, it'll change your life if you ever have the chance to go there. Rhythmia? Yeah, it's called Rhythmia in Costa Rica. And we're speaking there actually the week of August 21st. Not to just plug myself, but... That's okay. It was the, it was That's one pretty of awesome, the, though, man. Huh? That's awesome. Yeah, it was one of the best vacations we ever went on, so... Wow. I just want to share that experience with people, you know? like it, it wasn't about the resort being the nicest resort or the area being the nicest. It was just really the the journey that we went on there... And the realizations that we came to while we, when we, while we were there and when we came back and how it changed our perspective, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've heard stories about that, like certain, um, really intense, like Christian men group where they go away for a weekend and they just exposed all the rawness inside of you and, you know, whatever your spiritual journey takes you, I guess. Yeah. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. That's what the purpose yeah. is. So you, you mentioned your wife. So what can you do? To, one, I guess to have a home and work-life balance, and what can you do to make sure that you keep the love alive in your in your relationships? Uh, well, to have more balance, you have to trust other people. So you have to trust people in your office. You have to trust people in your life to do things. Um, so that way, it can amplify your your personal time and your professional time. So you have time to spend at home and do those kind of things. Um, and it's like Tony Robbins says, I don't know if there's such thing as work-life balance it has to be more work-life integration like it has to fit within your life um and that's just that's that's just how i live right now you know and that's if you integrate like the good things in your life every single day or every single week um you don't have you shouldn't have to take a break from your life like a vacation yeah you know? it should the vacation should just amplify your life. It shouldn't be like, all right, I need to forget about my life right now and then go do something so I can withstand this for a little bit longer. Like you shouldn't have to live a life that you're just trying to withstand. Yeah. Try to live a life of purpose, live a life of 
fulfillment. When you can set up your life to where your Monday through Friday job is amazing and you're like, vacation is just part, like you said, it's just part of my life, but I really love my job. And, and you can, I think you can set that up. And if you're not there, you got to make some choices. You got to make some changes. You got to fix what's between your, your ears with, I think, podcasts or books or whatever to, uh, to do that. I mean, that's a long life of working, just being, you could, oof. You could do that too. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have any kind of morning or lunch routine that you do on a regular basis? That gets you grounded and fired up for the rest of the day. So um, I've been doing actually a lot of. You ever hear Wim Hof? Uh. Uh-uh. The Wim Hof. I've been doing his his ten week course uh, in the morning. So it's a lot of breathing, some cold showers, a few stretches, and that that's really and it's really a meditation course in disguise. And that's really what's helped me lately um, get grounded. I've done a few different things, you know, just some regular form of meditation. Um, I also have the, it's an acupressure mat. I got it from Amazon for like 20 bucks. Just lay on it. Um, it looks like a bunch of cleats. There's also another name, uh, a name brand called like the bed of spikes and just lay on it for 10 or 15 minutes. Just loosens you up. Um, helps you start the day. You can do it at night too, but that's really what I've been doing lately. And just try to, on work days, just try to do the same thing every day. You know, even on week. Does it give you more energy? It just kind of relaxes you. What does it do? It gives you some more energy. So it's like it's like acupuncture. I guess it's doing something with the energy flow of your body, but um, it also has a little bit of a myofascial release effect, where it just releases some of the trigger points and knots in your back. Um, has some of the pain gating, I guess, where it blocks the pain to your brain. I don't really know how it works, but it works. It relaxes you. It, but it also gives you some energy too. Okay. All right. Last question for you. Do you have any favorite, it could be books, blogs, podcasts, anything that you uh, really enjoy and that you would want to recommend for other people to, to look at? Well, it might be, um, so I, I love, two podcasts that I listen to a lot are uh, Lewis Howes, who's one of my mentors. He's a great interviewer. You know, he's interviewed a lot of different people, um, some big names, some smaller people, but he knows how to like bring out. Uh, the best in somebody in a good interview. I love listening to Tim Ferriss. Um, some episodes I don't, I can't listen to, but generally Tim Ferriss is great for our work week. Tools Titans are great, great books. And uh, Joe Rogan, because Joe Rogan, I like hearing normal person, like a normal, normal person talking about the stuff that I'm into, you know, the whole body cryotherapy, um, eating a high fat diet. It's like just all the, because some of the esoteric stuff, Right, talking about that and talking about how it makes sense in life. You know, it doesn't have you don't have to be a doctor to do this stuff. You could just be yeah. we're all just regular people at the end of the day. We're all just people. So I feel like we should all be doing the things the right things to help us get to where we need to be. You know, to live our all our own each of our own unique potential, right? So we all have this potential within ourselves to be something be something great. And we should all try to live it. That's the point of this life. Yeah, that's true. Well, I won't take any more of your time. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Um, I'm on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, not really on Twitter too much, though. Uh, Dr. DeMarco, D-R-D-I-M-A-R-C-O on Facebook and Instagram. And also you can find my podcast on Facebook at facebook.com 
my soul ability and also instagram at my soul ability s-o-u-l-a-b-i-l-i-t-y that's it very good well i really appreciate you uh, coming on and and um dealing with some internet connectivity here at the end so i really appreciate your patience with that and like i always say in the in the show is You've given us so much information. All we have to do is just break it down a little bit and in, in, integrate it into our own life, into our own clinics. And I think we can see some amazing growth. So I really appreciate you spending uh, spending this time with us today. Dude, I appreciate you having me on your show. And you get a pass for the connectivity issues because you're in China across the world. So there's there's little pat, you know, you get a pass for that. <laughs> 98% was good. <laughs> All right. All right, brother. Well, you have a fantastic 2017 and in, in, in you're speaking in Costa Rica, too. You, too. And whatever I can do to help you out, let me know. All right? Absolutely. All right, brother. Didn't I tell you? That was good. He's got a lot of good information for us. People over procedures. Commitment over currency. A patient's perspective is their reality. I mean, I like those. That's a good, some good mantras right there. Or mantras, if you will. You know, and he, he had a good point. We got to trust people. Trust your staff to do their job correctly. Trust your spouse that they've got the best intentions. Thank you again for being on the show. Please visit his website, sign up, help an animal, and help yourself in the, in the process as well. Show notes can be found at a doctorsperspective.net slash one, two. Stay tuned for the travel tip. They're ready. Paperback, Kindle versions are available on Amazon. As always, you can also snag a free copy if you'd like. A doctorsperspective.net slash free ebook. Today's choices, tomorrow's health, small steps to improve health, food choices, and exercise. Learn how to go from a couch potato or a weekend warrior and have simple steps kind of personalized just for you. Three different blueprints for exercise, how to cut some carbs without hurting yourself. A couple of changes in what and how you eat so that there's not a lot of extra willpower and self-control necessary to reduce how much you eat 12 exercises a 10 minute cardio that's better than 30 minutes three minute stretching concept that won't make you roll your eyes and boredom an ab routine you won't quit exclusive facebook support group yes and an entire section about a nervous system reboot discusses chiropractic subluxations and things like that look if you want it again a doctorsperspective.net slash free ebook. It has a, a video explaining what it is, a little PowerPoint presentation in there, and put your name, put your email, and then you can make your choice. If you want to support the show, we have merchandise. We've got upper cervical chiropractic t-shirts. We've got podcast logo t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, as well as a generous buy the host of coffee PayPal button if you want to. No pressure. If you want to follow me on social media, the easiest way to find me is to go to a doctorsperspective.net. Look on the top right. It's kind of like a gray color. There's all the little social media icons. If you need to email me, I would love to hear your comments, critiques, etc. Justin at a doctorsperspective.net. Connect, comment, and I'll reply back. And if you can, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. Go to the site. Give us a review. Hopefully a five-star review, but let us know what you think. It'll help us with all the rankings, and we appreciate it. And if you happen to get any merchandise, definitely take a picture, post it on social media, hashtag behind the curtain, or you can do at whatever my tag is, and I'll definitely give you a thumbs up. Today's travel tip. You know, Dr. DiMarco, he mentioned when he takes vacations that there's always a, a learning aspect to it, whether it's a mastermind group, a seminar, or, you know, going to Rhode Island and, and touring some mansions. I think... That is an underappreciated part of touring. And it's, I know it's for myself. I haven't been doing a lot of that because it's always in another language. And some places they don't 
most of the places don't have um, the audio where you can hear. Like if you go to the Forbidden Palace, they've got earbuds where you can listen to the history of the place in English or a bunch of other languages. But most places don't have that. So you got to just read the signs. And, I, you know, I end up taking pictures of the signs so that I can remember later when I'm going through my photos. What was this place about? What's the history? What's the significance of it? So I encourage you to do the same. Go, you know, go to places that where you can learn something, uh, even if you are on the beach. I'm sure there's something there historical that you can go check out uh, for, for a morning. And um, I think you'll be glad you did it. We just went hashtag behind the curtain. And this episode has come to an end. I hope you got the right dose for your optimal life. Please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends, sharing on social media, and visit the show notes on a doctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.